Welcome, Snap Hook listeners. We are in 2024. Jeremy, how was the holiday, bud? It was good. Nice and easy. We did have a little incident that I haven't even posted about. A monitor arm hitting me in the face, and I got five stitches that are now removed, and it's healing fine, but it wasn't a... That was the day after Christmas, setting up Taylor Swift albums in my daughter's bedroom and redesigning some stuff, and took a nice blow to the face. Lots of blood. In the face, but in that small crevice where like the nostril meets the cheek. I mean, of all the places to hit you. Yeah. That's crazy. And, and it bleeds a lot, in case you're wondering. I somehow did not get it all over the carpet. The only thing I'm happy about is it just missed my eye. And I had my glasses on because it was in the morning and it grazed my upper eyelid and I had a black eye on the top for a while, but it missed my eye and everything is fine. My vision's okay because there was. Trust me, it was a moment that I was like, I just lost my eyeball. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. It's that that split second where the worst of worst things enters your mind. Yeah. But to make it fun, I will be posting at some point. I've been taking a photo every day since the stitches went in and now they've come out. And I'm going to take a, a macro photo of my face every day and do a time lapse of it healing. It's gross for a few of them, but it'll it'll look good at the end. I, so I, I have seen the one and it is wild how detailed it is, but your re response to me, if I think I'm going to pick up a skincare routine, <laughs> I was dying over that. Immediately. My wife is like, <laughs> okay, here's your new face wash for at night. And here's your new lotion. Cause I can see really detail of my face. It's the same thing I use to shoot the golf balls. It's way too much detail and we're going in for it right away. It's I'm. I'm with you. It's time to get a skincare routine. For the longest time, I was like, the same lotion that goes on my body can go on my face. And I was just destroyed for doing that. My girlfriend just told me, this is not the, this is not the way we do things around here. So yeah, yeah. I'm with you. So it's got to happen this year. Yeah. It's the lesson of when you go to the hotel and it says body lotion. There's a reason it says body lotion. It's not for your face. <laughs> yep. That is accurate. Um, Christmas is good. The kids had to go to Christmas. Yeah, the kids were great. So we went up to Hershey, Pennsylvania to visit some friends and then took the train up to New York City for a few days and went full touristy. Harry Potter store, Empire State Building, Rockettes, Rockefeller. The kids were great. Loved it. And then we're somehow super appreciative at Christmas. They didn't get everything they asked for, but they were still just happy, which was a good time. That's awesome. That that's so nice. I mean, I saw some of the stuff they got. It seems like their minds are probably going to be preoccupied with what they have in front of them to think about the things they didn't get. My son has Legos to build for pretty much the rest of the year. Yeah. He's covered. Yeah. Um, what, what about you? You went back to St. Louis, see the family. We went back to St. Louis, saw the family. We slept through our first flight which was supposed to take off out of Oakland around like five o'clock in the morning. So um, like three o'clock would have been departure from the house. I woke up at like two ten to let doodle out or just get up for some reason. And I thought I just need five more minutes. And then I woke mm-hmm. up at like five 45 and Melanie was like, we missed our flight. So it was immediate booking a new flight. We got in around like 10 o'clock at night. My parents had their Christmas party. Christmas was great. We then went to Branson the day after Christmas, played Payne's Valley with my dad. It was 35 degrees, snowing, sleeting, raining, and windy. But the course was beautiful. It was one of those just embrace the brown. 
because yep. it looked awesome. It was so worth it. I said it in my post, but I'm saying Branson to me was never a place that would be a destination golf course area. Mm-hmm. It is quickly becoming that. Now, I would say not in the months of like June, July, August, but I think like spring and or fall, it would be impeccable. Yeah, it's some of these places and like I want to go there actually. That place looks so good. Um, wait, real quick. How did you do it on the 19th hole? How close did you hit it? About five foot tapping. Uh, see, <laughs> that's everyone go check that out. It's the island hole. How far is it? I don't even, I, I've never been there, so I don't know all the details. It was like 115, wind in the face. I think I hit a pitching wedge to it. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's awesome. It is really cool. And just Johnny Morris, the creative bass pro and all that. I mean, he, he embraces the area that's around him and they're making a new par three course called the cliffhanger 18 holes. They've got the nine hole par three course there called the mountaintop and then Ozark national and Payne's Valley are also kind of right in that area. Buffalo Ridge is I think a little off, um, from the rest of them. And then top of the rock, which is like the big boy par three course that's across the street and a little bit down a little. That's awesome. Yeah. I like these places that give you a reason to go somewhere you wouldn't normally go. Yeah. It reminds me of, I mean, obviously Bandon, but like stream song stream song is in the middle of nowhere, Florida. There's no reason you should go there besides to play that golf course. Yeah. So I, I appreciate a good random location. Yeah. It's, it's random, but it is, uh, it, even my dad's like, I want to come back. I'm like, yeah, you tell me. I'm ready to go. I'm like, let's do this. I love it. All right, so let's get into our year, what we have planned. We're going to do a little uh, ins and out session, what we're going to look at for personal and for the podcast. I'm going to let you start us off. Where are we going to go? So these are content-driven. I mean, I obviously have one that's more for personal life things, but we wanted to do content-surrounded ones. So my in being trendy is uh ends are investing in the right camera equipment i want to make sure that i'm not just buying to buy that i'm getting the stuff that it's like zach macy said on our episode with him do you have the gear that when you get the call you can execute and that is where my mind has been on every one of these things that i've been purchasing recently is i need this if i'm going to get this call so that that's my top one there um in on the detailed shots. I want to continue to do more detailed shots on course video. Mm-hmm. More non-golf photography. Yep. What you've been talking about that with your travel stuff. And I yeah. think that's a great way to look at it is this, this keeping that creative juices flowing, even though you're not using it, what you're typically doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just want to understand lighting better, both in the studio setting and outside. Like I get it from a high level, but I want to understand it from a detailed level. Um, I tried doing some stuff at home the other day and I had a bunch of loom cubes all over and I was still getting these weird shadows and it was driving me nuts. So I think you'll be able to help me with that a little bit. Um, But just understanding lighting because it is so essential. Video editing is top of the list. Um, Drone. So more drone video, more drone photography. And then on top of that, getting my FAA license has to happen this year. I, my mind came in the mail the other day. Did it? I have, I have the hard card finally. And like the actual, 
here's my FAA license. I was pretty excited. I forgot to send you a picture of that. Wait, that took kind of a while to get, didn't it? After you pass the test, you have to go on and request it. So uh -huh. there's a good note for people. Just because you pass the test, they won't just send it to you. You have to go on and fill out the thing and put the test number in there, and then they send it to you. Okay, that's that's good to know. That's good to know. Yeah. Um, more prime lenses only shooting. Oh, I like it. Yeah. And then uh, to kind of back up on what Andy said, creating a content community, which I think we are doing here. And I've started to do it locally as well, which is awesome. My outs, Keith will be proud of my first out. I'm out on flag photos. <laughs> uh, I still won't give it up. I, I won't. I'm not doing it. I won't give it up fully, but I think I'm going to pay attention to how many I'm actually taking. And, yeah. and they need to be more interesting, like we talked about. Not just taking a flag photo, take a flag photo, but just, you know, be be better about the flag photos. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to be out on carrying my camera for every round. All right. I can, I get that. I can see it. Uh, comparing myself to others. It's been something I've been doing recently and I'm out on that. I hate it. It drives me nuts and I shouldn't be doing it. And then I, the two that kind of bounce back to the ends. I'm out on zoom lenses for everything and I'm out on buying all the camera gear just to buy all the camera gear. So those are my personal ones. And then I did one for the podcast too. So for my ends, more non-photographer guests. So whether that's people in the industry, um, you know, um, agency like people. Agency, thank you. Yes, yep. agency people, those type of people. More, Maybe more video people as well, yep. which then codes into more non-golf photographers on the podcast. You know, all these people, no matter what they're shooting, have something they can provide to us. So I think getting them in, getting ahead pods, we did a really good job last year. And that's I on my list also. That was, good. that was the number one thing on my list is we're going to get ahead of it, not be rushing behind it, have two ready to go at all times. And we're going to be a little on top of this. I, uh, you stepped up and helped me edit on the last one, which I appreciated. And now we can tag team that a little more. I think yeah. it'll help. Yep. Um, which then drops into my next one is not being afraid to ask people for an interview. I think I'm just yeah. going to ask. And if they say no, okay, great. No big deal. Uh, this one, I'm in on monetizing this a little bit this year. I don't know about yeah. you, but like, let, let's make a little bit of money. Yeah. Let's have some, I mean, we might as well, right? We're going to yeah. do it. We're going to put the time in. Let's go for it. E even if it just funds us being together and like doing a golf trip together, like that's, I'm totally fine with that. Well, and um, then if it funds us to do a golf trip that also is an interview in person with someone. Yes. Yes. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Ooh, maybe this should be an end. That might be one of your ends. I don't want to spoil it, so I won't. Uh, my last in is events. Trying to like set up a, an event or two um, around something would be good. And then I just oh. have two, uh, two outs. Unmotivated. I was thinking about this the other day. Thank God for you because uh you keep me motivated to continue to like do this and like hey let's do it let's jump on for 15 minutes and do a quick one i'm like yeah you're right we need to do that because if it was me i'd be like man ah, i'll do it tomorrow i'll do it tomorrow so thank you for that and then the last one i have is saying um right or i'm curious because those seem to be my triggers when i am interviewing somebody
I haven't noticed. I'm curious. I mean, obviously I've edited the majority of them, but now that you've edited one or two, you understand oh, the yeah. words that both of us say that are very, it's, it's just how you speak and it's normal. Um, we've definitely had a few guests that I've taken out so many ums. You couldn't believe it. Like it, it it's, it's okay. It's people, this is how you talk. That is how it is now. Yeah. And yeah. it, it is a, word that uses a filler to help you kind of collect your thoughts as you're yep. going. So it's nice when people don't want just like the dead silence, because that is a little bit awkward, but using that um to kind of really collect their thoughts to put a thoughtful thought together. I want you to go full the daily. And did you ever listen to the daily podcast, the news one? And, and the guy, every time he's like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He has these very distinct when someone's talking and not really gets annoying, but I love all those, first of all. And you're already buying gear. I am. You're already making those moves. Got your video cage. Got my video cage. I bought a monitor for the video cage. And then I quickly realized that I'd also did not buy batteries or the right cord. Because like I bought like the bundle. So I thought this was all supposed to come together. So yeah. I went to B&H and I was like, hey, this is what I need. It shows up. I'm like, how does this thing turn on? And why isn't this thing connecting to my camera? Like, what? they sent me the wrong cord. So I yeah. called I called B and H because they have this line that you can call them and tell them what's going on, and she's like, "Oh yeah, you need to buy this cord. You need to buy these batteries." Da da da. And I was like, "Perfect, great. Went there, bought it. Done. Coming tomorrow." Perfect. Yeah, I. Uh, I you can always buy more stuff and always those cables. Here's the other thing: buy a backup of that cable. Yeah, because you will get out there and it will not work at some point. So you always need to have that backup. That's a good Very call. Important. Which another in being more organized. Yes. Yeah, it is. I will go ahead and jump into it. That's one of my ends. I have to organize all my gear better and I have to find a space in my house to do that. Previously I had at the office, we had a big room full of gear and we had everything organized really well. Now that I'm in my own space and I'm sharing it with my family and my kids, I need to have a designated space just for that. And right now it's just kind of thrown in a front room by the Peloton and taking up space. Okay. So great one. And I have something to contribute. So I'm with you. I have a book bag, like one of those Peter McKinnon nomadic bags that is slowly getting full of everything. Yep. Right. And I'm like, God, I need to find something that, um, will will fix every it will fill everything lo and behold my phone heard me and targeted me for an ad for a company called radius outfitters Ooh, i don't know that one so um we have space underneath our bed that we can slide stuff in and like do storage they have this um like storage case that's just tall enough to slide underneath but you can kind of see here it organizes oh, yeah. everything very well. So my thought is for me, because I don't have a ton ton, having this and then having my book bag empty and stored away somewhere else so I can slide that guy out from underneath the bed, pull out only what I need, and then slide it back and then go. Because right now when I take my backpack, it has everything and I don't use everything. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'll eventually either have backpacks or pelican cases with separate stuff i like this one the one that fits in the car though i like these um because yeah like i have one pelican case that has my 
panoramic camera, one Pelican case that are rolling bag that has my normal cameras and different. Th- so it's like you end up having these different things, but sometimes you just have to all put it in one. Yeah. If you're going somewhere and have everything kind of together. Yep. Yep. So, so it's Radius Outfitters and the Gearbox 3500 is the one that I was looking at. I like that. I'm going to have to look at that or I might be building some storage area under my stairs. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> we'll see. I get a little ambitious on my building projects because I grew up doing construction with my dad. So I know just mm-hmm. enough to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. What's all right. Nice? So I am going to get better organized on file storage. Mm. I have so many random hard drives, which I know what's on everything, but there's just so many of them and they're all a little different from different shoots and different types and different speeds and all this thing. I don't know if I'm going to go all the way to a a server, a little mini raid server for the house. That's a big investment, Mm -hmm. but I need to be better about, I saw one friend of mine that I went to college with. He had the exact same type of hard drives backed up a certain way and then had them in Pelican cases labeled all out in the foam inserts, like the most perfectly labeled. And I don't, I can't go that far. I don't have that much space to do that, but I loved the idea. And that was his backups, not even his normal stuff. Okay. So let's, let's talk about this one in depth because this has been an in-house topic that Mel and I have been talking about as well as, um, a little DM group I put together for Bay Area content creators, and we were talking about it recently. So Melanie, and being the organized person she is, she is now doing hard drives for each individual thing. So Hello Ruby Doodle hard drive, personal travel hard drive, and then like any uh, paid marketing or you know content creation that they do hard drive. And then she's doing that's how she's breaking each one of those up. So right now. So what she did was took she took all of her hard drives, had one blank one, and then just started moving stuff from one hard drive to the other one, which is crazy yep. to me. Um, I just did that same thing. I just did. sat and put all my golf photos. I put golf ball photos on a different one. I was sat and did the exact same thing. And you will be shocked of how quickly that runs out of space. Yeah. Yeah. So when you, let's talk about your filing system within your hard drive. And I guess my next question is, before we go there, do you have a, a backup hard drive for your S- SSD hard drives? I do not right now. Normally, like if I go on a shoot, say a legit shoot, um, I went and did portraits for a big client recently, three days of shooting. I have a digital tech. There were three hard drives that were being done at that point. One goes to a client. I have two of them. And at the same time, my digital tech had it on her computer and keeps it for a while too. So it's, it's there for a while. What I did on that is I went out ahead of the shoot and bought three of the exact same hard drives. So that way we're all is the same. I love the Samsungs, the T7s or the T9s. Mm-hmm. They're SSDs. They're super fast because that's the other thing. If you go buy some of these other ones that are not as nice, you look like you're saving a little bit of money. If you're transferring a lot of files it's slow and it takes up a lot of your time and you're just sitting there waiting. Even on the SSDs, they, there are slower versions of them. So I end up having 
on that scenario, one, there's a backup that doesn't really get touched. Mm -hmm. One I work off of, mm -hmm. and then the client has one. Mm -hmm. So then that way I always know I have it. If something goes wrong with the one I'm working off of, I have that backup sitting somewhere else. Okay. Yep. Okay. And do you do cloud storage? I don't. Um, on my phone, I do, but not for other shoots. I don't. I've, so no, I've been like, keeping it pretty much on physical hard drives. Yeah. No Dropbox, I, no Google Drive. Well, I do drop. I do Dropbox, but not for the entire shoot. When I deliver, like delivering the retouched files on the back end, I throw go through Dropbox. And okay. They're there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So cool. so those the retouch files are also on Dropbox as well as the hard drive. Yeah. So I have it both places. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And there are other options for that for delivering files. There's other companies that are some of them are built more as like a wedding website and for making selects and things like that. There's a few different variations. It's just a matter of how you want to spend your money and if you need a more polished looking site that's branded for clients to look at and get files from, or if you want to just go a straightforward route. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. No, this is you're, you're creating great conversation around these. All right. What's your next one? Um, next one is I am going to get help with my retouching. I spent the majority of my day to day retouching portraits and then as right before we got on, I got, okay, here's 36 more higher end images that I shot the week before we went to Hershey that need to be retouched. And I am good at it. I'm not a spectacular at it. I have friends that do it for a living. That's all they do is retouch photos. It takes me way more time than it would take someone else. And I am going to find the right way to outsource this to get more of my time back to be getting other shoots and getting my website together. I would much rather make less money and have someone else do it to give myself time to do other things, to get yep. more jobs. Mm, I like that. What, what does retouching entail? Like when you give the asset to the customer or the client, they look at it and they go, can, do they say, can you do XXX and X to this photo? So in this, in this case scenario, portraits they pick about six um it's talent for a news agency i go in and do what i do first and i give give it a pass of how i think it should look as far as cleaning up stray hairs and dust all, all the little things a yeah. little bit of face cleanup but nothing crazy we want these i always think you should look like the person you don't need to like you know, beauty retouching, they take out every wrinkle, everything. Right. And then I send that over and the agency in this case gets one pass that they can mark things up on those. Did I go back and clean that up? And then we're done. Ah. So it's a big thing about negotiating ahead of time of how many passes you get at it, how much it is per image, things like that to know what it's going to be as opposed because if you don't lock that stuff in ahead of time they could keep just coming back to you and be like oh fix this oh fix that oh change that and so some of that stuff like picking up stray hairs or whatever like are those things that 
because you're staring at the photo for so long doing this stuff, it might be something you miss. And when you give it to somebody with fresh eyes who sees it, they could say, Hey, you like this got missed. Sometimes or sometimes like, look, everyone wants to look their, their photo to look different in a certain way. And it's, it's, this isn't even the person in the photo looking at it, but maybe it's a little more shadows or one versus the other. And I need to open up the shadows a little bit. It can be little things like that. There's a bunch of wrinkles that I just wasn't paying attention to in this part of the shirt as mm. much as other things. So it's it's normally not a lot, but it is just kind of time consuming. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, that's, that's one that I'm working on now. And I actually have some friends out in your area that um, did it for years and he's helping me get connected with some people that do that, that I can outsource it to. That's a good one. Sweet. Love that. Time. Time is money. Yeah. Um, video. You were right. Video editing. I can shoot it. I do not have the editing skills that I see other people do. Not even close. I can get away with some stuff. I can do some things that may look good, but I know if someone who is a good editor is going to look at that and be like, oh, why is your frame rate like that? Why did you slow it down? Like there, there's just things that you need that you and I both need to work together on to not only make sure it looks good, but all the technical things are good about it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Because um, I even had a friend who he does um, video graphics. Good reference. You know, in The Mandalorian, they filmed in that big room that's like a 3D room. Mm -hmm. Have you seen that? Instead of mm -hmm. the green screen, it's a digital room. His company can design the backgrounds for that. Oh. So like he worked, there's one here in Atlanta and he was working on a Sonic commercial and they were making, they filmed the Sonic drive-in commercial in there and they have the background that looks like an outdoor Sonic and they're in there changing stuff in real time. So I showed him something and he goes, oh, you're, why are you at 30? Why are you at 30 frames and not 24? And he just saw that right away without. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's like, and that's what I'm getting at. Is like people who really know on some things can make can tell the difference. Yes. Yeah, and it just it can give you that more. In that case, more of a slower, cinematic, more beautiful look, um, which I think is always the goal to make things more beautiful. For sure. Yep. Great one. Okay, that's gonna be one we'll do together. Yeah, and and that goes into the drone stuff too. It's like there's settings. Mm -hmm your drone is automatically going to be on 30 frames per second when you get it. And that is a, there's just a certain thing about certain countries do things a different way. And that's just how it is. Um, so I think that we can work on that and make things better. Yep. Agreed. Okay. Awesome. And just learn more about it. Um, sorry, I blanked for a second. Hold on. You're going to have to edit this one because I have to retouch all day. Okay. <laughs> uh, Done. Hold on. All right. My other in for this is we talked about it before and I still haven't done it. I have to get my social back going again. And I think I've just been hesitant because I'm not prepared to get all the stuff going for my personal social for 
that is now going to be like my portfolio. And I'm so worried about having to get it all like one lined up of a bunch of stuff as to start doing it. Just yep. start throwing it out there and that's, just not think and just throw it. That's it. Just do it. Yep. It, the, the stuff's there. It doesn't have to be perfect every time. Just get it out in the world. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So a uh, side note, my other end is I'm going to be on this putting green all the time. Dial. I have, I have this putting green in my backyard. And I used, when I first got it, I was out there all the time. Yes. And I've fallen off on it and I could tell the difference and I have to get back to it because then when we meet up, you don't stand a chance. (laughs) Oh, the loop money that will be exchanged on those (laughs) days is going to be incredible. It's going to, it's getting like, it's once we add some more loop, like uh, side bets in there, it's going to get ugly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's gonna be good. Speaking of which, um, does does Loop sh- does Augusta National show up on Loop? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> you can't have that cell phone out. <laughs> that is true. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Oh Hypothetically, you might be you might be the first person. <laughs> I'll look. Yeah, we'll look that up later. Um, So I'm now we're going to move on to some outs. I am out. Wait, on... I got a question on one of your ins. Yeah. I noticed you don't have website. Oh, trust me. Website and Instagram are hand in hand. Okay. Um, it is building, not even building. My website's there. It's refreshing a website. Hangs over me all the time. It is always there. And... I'm overthinking it and I know I'm overthinking it and I just have to, I have a, I have on my desktop portfolio website folder and it is sitting here and it's ready to go, but it's too many things in it. I mean, each folder portraits has a thousand photos in it. E-art from shows has 108 photos in it. Um, unit photography, 500 photos in it. And that's like shooting on TV shows and stuff because I pulled everything from the 15 years I was working at Turner. Oh so gosh. I just wanted to have it all and I'm, I'm not going to use most of it, but it's just, there's so much of it. Um, and I just need to narrow it down and get help narrowing it down and just get it out there in the world. Yes. Because yes. I don't think I've updated my website since 2018. Yeah, it's time. Yeah. It's time. I mean, um, there's not a golf section on there. There's nothing from the match, any of the matches. Yeah. That Like, there's so much that I have not put on there. I mean, I'm flipping through some of the photos right now that are just like, yeah, that needs, here's Wayne Gretzky. Here's the NBA on TNT guys. Like, so many things that should be out there and yep. I just haven't done it yet. And you own all those? I can, I do not own the rights to them, but I can promote with them. That was part of the contract when I had my job is the company owns all the photos, right? the rights to them. 
but I can always use them as promotion. Okay. That's cool. Or my website for whatever it is. That was always part of it. Um, to answer your question, this is interesting. This is very interesting. Augusta National does not have an official course slope or course rating. Oh, I could. Yeah, I knew that. Oh, I didn't know they, that. Yeah, they do not let anyone out there to get a slope rating on that course. So there is not, you cannot put it in your handicap system. It is not there ever. Huh. Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. All right. What's Another, wait, one more in. Yeah. I just came up with this today. Um, I may try to play the top 10 courses in Georgia on the rankings. Ooh. So, a hoopy, peach tree. Uh huh. Uh, there are three on St. Simon's Island. There's Seaside. One of the courses on Seaside, on uh, Sea Island, is one of the courses. Um, Frederica, which is a private one there, is owned by uh, Sea Island and ocean forest atlanta athletic club east lake mm -hmm. and then atlanta country club mm -hmm. and then augusta is palmetto not uh pa palmetto south carolina oh that's right oh cuscoilla is the other one um that i was thinking about which is over the lake Oconee area yeah yeah yeah, which I've played that one before. I've played um, Atlanta Athletic Club. I've played Peachtree. I've played East Lake. Um, so yeah, I was like looking at a list. I was like, you know what? This could be a doable thing with the right begging, and um, <laughs> and it, it's one of those where it's like it doesn't take a lot of travel to do. Right. Because sometimes like, oh, I'm going to go do all these courses and travel everywhere, but that it's, I have a family and I have a life and I can't just go every, everything. I think I'm going to try and do the Andy Tupman run of McKenzie courses in, in the West Coast. Uh, I come, think you definitely should. And when you yeah. get on Cyprus, um, I'm coming with you. Yeah. Yeah. When you get on Augusta, I'm coming with you. <laughs> I'll send you pictures. Um, <laughs> all right. So I am out on taking the same golf photo every time. Yeah. I catch myself doing it. And you know, like, especially when you go and play the same course over and over again, and it's like, you have to find a way to look at it different mm -hmm. and are framing the shot of your friend the same way. Mm -hmm. Or like I catch myself shooting behind someone to get a kind of a cool shot, but I'd be like, oh, I've done that the last mm, 10 rounds. Yep. I have to do this differently. Yep. Um, and I just have to think about, is this a lens change? Like you talked about shooting with a prime. Is it getting closer? Is it getting farther away? Like I think looking at Andy's stuff, it inspired me to get wider and bigger if I can. Mm -hmm. um, and if like whoever you're playing with is in a brighter color, it makes it stick out. Like mm -hmm. that's a way to look at it. Mm-hmm. So that's something I am definitely out on. I'm going to try to make better. Um, hold on, I forgot the other one. 
there was another one that was like just on the top of my brain and it just went right out of it and it disappeared completely. Don't think about it. You'll think about it. Yeah, I will. Um, this will do it. I'll just drink this beautiful LaCroix. Okay. This is going to seem, and this is something we've always talked about. I'm out on imposter syndrome. Oh, but I love that one. I love that one. And it's like, I not only, I have to be more specific about it as there's certain things I know I can do really well. And I've done it for a long time. But then I worry that, if, oh, if I do this other type of photography, can I do that? Well, yeah, I can. I don't have to compare myself to someone else just because it's a new world for me in a new space and a new whatever. We can do it. Yep. And I just have to get over that in my own head. I think that's part of the reason I haven't posted all the stuff on Instagram or part of the reason I haven't done my website. Um, And I know that sounds weird because I'm putting all this stuff I've done for years out there, but it's like, it feels a little bit like it just does. It feels a little impostery, mm -hmm. but I just need to just get Do over that and be done Do it. with it. Love it. That's a great one. That is a great one. Yeah. So th that's, that's what I'm really looking at. It's just, I think that's a big one that I can mentally get over mm -hmm. and, and then be great. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh wait, I have one last end to get in on. I'm going to write more. Oh, and I've written a few things. I'm not a good writer. Let me be very clear about that. My wife makes fun of how bad I am at English and has to proofread everything <laughs> that I post. Um, and I've written one or two things. It's very personal as far as just dealing with some stuff that I correlated into golf. Yeah. Um, I have a few other ideas that I've half written some things in that same dream goal golfer's journal would write something to go on the golfer's Ooh, journal one of those manifest. back pages yeah um so i'm going to push myself to do that yeah and that's where i think where i talked about getting help with things like retouching and other things it gives me the ability to do this other stuff and be happy with it i love that so when you say writing more and you're saying that some of the stuff in your life you brought back to golf is the writing more going to be like kind of around more golf writing or the correlation between life and golf or like what what's is it just journaling like what are we talking about poetry I, haikus i think it's like you said it's a little bit of that correlation um and then also some specific things about golf like i have a thing i wrote that i you and i've talked about this i have a a passion for being a single golf the single golfer and i hate the shit that it gets for it mm -hmm. and i've like written most of something for that about that like a little essay or oh, the awesome. some of the history of golf balls obviously i know a good amount about golf balls and with the golf rollback stuff finding a way to do something with that yes yes Yes. 
Um, that is an incredible idea. Yeah. So that is one. And the one, and I'll send it to you. I've only sent, I've only shared it with three people. Oh. I did one about um, being depressed around COVID mm -hmm. and how I use golf as a coping mechanism mm -hmm. and an unhealthy one. So things like that, that I would love to just like get out there a little bit more. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a great one, man. Yours are like so much, so much more thoughtful than mine. Don't buy so much stuff. Good one, Mike. Oh, let me be very clear. I mean, you know that I just buy stuff. I bought the, <laughs> the, 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 we did a whole podcast about Oz, the little pocket camera. Yeah. The Osmo pocket three. Yeah. Um, I may have been looking at those, uh, Ray-Ban sunglasses that have cameras built into them. Oh, me too. Uh, and by look into it, I bought it today, but we'll talk about that another time. Um, <laughs> we'll get into that later. I think it has a specific purpose. Um, and it's just for social. But, um, okay, for the podcast, I am in on finding some old school photographers, some historic golf photographers that know that took images that we all know mm. some of the people that shot nicholas in 86 at the masters people like that that if we everyone knows the image and i want to talk to that photographer yes i want to know about a little bit more of what it was like being on tour back in the day um i just finished listening to a podcast or a book on tape and I'm not sure if he's still alive. Frank Christian was the photographer for Augusta and his dad was before him. And this guy was around Augusta when it started and like would get chipping lessons from Bobby Jones as a kid. But he also was out there with a four by five camera taking photos later on. And I would like to talk to someone like that and get a little bit more of a historic look and looking back to get to where we are now. Okay. That's a, I love that one. Yeah. I'm all in on that one. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's going to be a, a one of me listening, a, a, a podcast me listening to the two of you talk more than providing a whole lot of context, which I, I really like that idea. That's a really good one. So if you, anybody knows anyone, holler. Well, Andy did, and we need to talk back out to Andy because growing up in England, he is one of his dad's friends was someone that he brought up and very famous. I'm blanking on the name right now, but very oh, that's famous right. photographer. Yep, yep. And so, yeah, I'm going to start looking into that more. Um, okay. So that, do this. We're going to do it together. Just look up photos that you can think of of photographers, golf, famous golf photos, and see if we can find some people that we're like, oh my God, I want to know more about this story or things like that. Yep. Okay. And also, like you said, some people not in the golf space, yep. someone that I'm going to reach out to soon, Kevin Lyles, the staff photographer for the Braves. He's also shot some stuff for Golfer's Journal. So it's a good thing to like blend a little bit. He's mm -hmm. done a story for Golfer's Journal, but that's not what he does. Um, And then definitely what we talked about you said it being more ahead of this and getting these out here 
more often, more consistent. And mm-hmm. I'm also in on getting us some stickers. Oh yeah. That's easy. We can definitely do that. <laughs> I almost ordered them the other day and I was like, I let me just get through the new year and then I'm going to order them. Speaking of which, I need to follow up with somebody about something. I'm glad you brought that up. I forgot about this. Okay. Those are, those are good. We, we got a good, we got a good list of things that we're going to do here. And we're going to hold each other accountable on all of this. Yes. I am in for that because I need to be held accountable. Do you know my out on, on motivation? Um, Need to be held accountable for that stuff, especially, especially the drone license. That one is one that I just need to do it. Uh, A side note in, which we had talked about, was signing up for that editing class from that guy from uh, Iceland. Yes. Yep. Yes. I agree. That is a good one. That's an in one too. Um, For those who, I don't want to leave everybody in the dark. It is a gentleman by the name of, let's see, I think it's Benjamin. Yeah, Benjamin Hardman, H-A-R-D-M-A-N. He is a photographer out of Iceland who takes incredible, incredible photos. He had one image, I think it was going viral when the uh, volcano Volcano. erupted. Yeah. Uh, but he does a photography editing and masterclass. If you're interested in like what he's going to provide on that masterclass, there is a Peter McKinnon um, video on YouTube that Ben does a small clip on where he basically shows you how he creates light on a mountain range and darkens a different area. And it looks wildly natural, like wildly natural, um, which that, very much caught my eye because most of the photo stuff that we do is landscape style photography and the lighting's not always ideal. So that is one that I am keen on as, as well as the FAA license. So top two. Yeah. I'll, and I will, I have some time where I'm going to be sitting retouching portraits that I can just watch those videos. Mm-hmm. So instead of watching the latest Indiana Jones movie, which I watched last night, not good. <laughs> um, just gonna say it wasn't good no not great not great yeah uh well great well i'm ready for this new year and we're gonna get after it we're gonna get after it we're gonna get together yes and we're gonna keep snapping keep snapping everybody